Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. Conan, have you heard of this story about this four-year-old who was strip-searched by police officers? I have not. This is the first time that uh, it's come up, and uh, I'm not surprised if it turns out to be true. Well, oh, it, it, it's absolutely true. I mean, it happened. What, was it over drugs? Uh, no, it's way more stupid than that. Is it like the mother had the kid in the back seat and the cop was like, you you planted some drugs on that kid. You hit it in its diaper, didn't you? No, drugs were completely and totally unrelated. Weapons? No. I mean, we can get into the article. What the but hell else would they be looking for? Um, it, it's a complete cash? mess. like what else are cops looking for on the side of the road drugs weapons cash well they didn't strip search them on the side of the road oh was this in school no force too young for a government school right no this was in their home It, it gets really messy so let's get into it coming to us from reason good news parents if you let your kids wait in the car for less than 10 minutes on a cool day doors locked and fan on a caseworker and sheriff are actually not allowed to come to your home, threaten to take your children away, and strip search your kids. <laughs> oh, no. Because that's what happened here. These very basic rights were just vindicated the hard way by a Kentucky mom in federal court. Oh, so they won. Yes. Holly Curry sued the cop and the caseworker, insisting that the day she was investigated for child abuse, the two authorities so overstepped their bounds that they should not be afforded qualified immunity. A few months later, the caseworker closed the investigation as unsubstantiated, saying that what Holly had done was a one-time, quote, oopsie-daisy. But she telephoned Curry later and said, if we ever get a call against your family again, bad things will happen to you and we'll take your children. Wow. At that point, Curry had had enough. She turned around and filed suit against the caseworker and cop, claiming violation of her constitutional rights. In turn, they pressed hard for immunity. Right. But in a powerful ruling on August the 19th, about a week ago, in Curry versus Connecticut Cabinet for Health and Human Services, Judge Justin Walker said that it was clear the government used an improper threat to enter the home, lacked any evidence that might have justified a strip search, and violated the children's rights to bodily integrity. Good. According to the judge, Act 1, an attentive and loving mother gets muffins for her children. Act 2, there's a knock on her door and a threat by the government to take away her children. Act 3, her children are strip-searched without cause. America's founding generation may never have imagined a cabinet for health and family services, but they knew their fair share of unwelcome constables. And they added a Fourth Amendment to our Constitution to protect against this three-act tragedy. That's the actual excerpt from the judge's order. It yes. like, wow. Restaurants in Jersey and gyms in Jersey are resisting, which is surprising. A because, gym yeah. and a restaurant. They've, and they've been arrested and they've lost their license. And now they've turned it into, if I understand correctly, the way they've gotten around it is about the, gym. the gym has made it into a uh, Trump ra- or a political rally. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is it's, which it's, is it's a headquarters, a political headquarters for a U.S. Senate candidate, I believe. There in Jersey, I don't know, but they're all set out in the parking. They got all the gym equipment out in the parking lot, and yeah. they've got lots of support. And people with you know, they come with their their banners and whatnot. And Dude, do, that do, is do, get, epic. Get their workout, and then they leave with their banners. And there's some rule in New Jersey, I guess, that the police or something can't mess with the government or something can't mess with a campaign headquarters. Or I have not looked deeply into this, but that's the supposed okay. reason for this move. That's clever. Yeah. I hope it, it works out. And it is clever, but it's still too bad that they just can't be open. 
yeah, and, 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 every, and everyone who goes there, by the way, who are actually going to uh, work on them on their bodies, you know, uh, and get some sunlight out there in the parking lot, uh, are being prevented from doing so. Dude, at, at, at their own risk. It's at their own risk. But well, I mean, it's, the government says you're not allowed to take your own risk anymore. No, I mean, because oh, except they, you they, can drive everywhere still, which is incredibly dangerous. Correct. I mean, <laughs> you're you're more likely. Well, you're not more likely, but you're just as likely to probably die in a car accident. The clothing uh, magazines that I deliver for front page, you, they've got the they got the fancy schmancy masks on the front page that yeah. you can order right oh, next yeah. right get next to the custom, bathing suits. Get your custom masks. Safety first. It's so frustrating because safety is not living. Safety is, yeah. you know, okay, it's not, you know, you don't want to run out in front of a car, right? So, like, there's there's sense being sensible, and then there's obsession with safety. And this society, and apparently most of the rest of the world, has moved into a total obsession with safety. But it's it's had generations leading up to it, right? You know, for decades. It's cumulative. It, it yeah, builds and builds. The helicopter moms have been overprotecting people, make sure to round off all the corners so, you know, little little Johnny won't bump his knee on anything as he's running around playing. And, and here's where it really boils down to is that... Uh, this these generations that we're dealing with haven't ever really had hard lives. That's right. They've yeah. never really gotten out there, got their fingers dirty, and so what are they? They're so they're afraid of dying. Everything they around are. every corner is death. Yeah. And they now, and, and, protect and they, me, and they, government. Now you know, fifty years ago, the the guys that were you know our age, you know, probably got into a scuffle with a bull, or I mean, they you know they were working on a, a, a skyscraper, hanging by uh, just sitting mm-hmm. out there eating. Have you seen the pictures of the guys not sure. not roped in, sitting on the beams, just eating sandwiches? Yep. It's like I just thinking about it, you know, <laughs> makes my makes my heart flutter. The uh, holes in the mask for the marching band is an absolute real thing. If you will Google the Van Buren High School marching band in Arkansas, they posted a bunch of pictures or a couple pictures of the masks they will be wearing during marching season, and it is absurd. Well, someone on the Discord server at discord.freetalklive.com actually found it and sent us an article and a video of them of the orchestra that's going around on the Internet, at least. Yeah, the Czech Phil, Philharmonic. Uh, is yeah. uh, talking yeah. and poor Conan. Apparently, they played well. I don't his know. Favorite I, song I, I don't know if, terribly. I don't know who played that uh, the theme song well, to Red Dwarf, and uh, hopefully, it wasn't <laughs> the Mask People because it was beautifully done. And uh, I just don't want to know that it was idiots that was performing it. I thought you didn't oh, well, like this it. Is the, this is the marching band that's won the state title two out of the last three years. Uh, my kids were both in it for two of those titles for those two titles. And uh, they're not in band anymore. One's a junior, one's a senior, because uh, they just, you know, they kind of got burned out on it. But, but yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, the other thing I was going to mention is that, you know, you guys were talking about child protective services earlier. Right. And, you know, I've got a couple of dear friends that work for, uh, here it's called DHS, um, not the Department of Homeland Security, but mm-hmm. Department, Department of, of Health and Human and, Services. Yeah. An internet conspiracy theorist thought that you could give Wayfair nine thousand dollars and somebody would show up with a child at your door or something. I I think this is this is an elaborate money laundering scheme. There are easier ways to money launder than well, that. Whatever. It's like buying expensive art. This is a way to you know could be. Oh okay. Yeah, buy expensive. I see what you're saying. But, that makes uh, sense. Who knows? But I don't think that. But I not mean, children. I no, don't think they're going to show but, up with. But, a but not one of these people who were investigating was like, okay, well. 
I'm going to we're going to find a wealthy investor to buy mm. one of these filing cabinets. And if a if a child shows up inside the box or whatever, Case yeah. <laughs> but they didn't do that because they're idiots. But why is that the first example that you brought up? Because it's the most extreme, extremely weird and 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 silly uh, but when so when they're talking about the uh, when Pizza Gate's way more plausible than the Wayfair. Scandal. That's that's what I mean. But you won't actually hear about like you said, Savile. They'll never bring his name up that he's a powerful. We just in, did in, individual. No, I'm talking about the mainstream media oh, that yeah. that will immediately go to Wayfair or they'll immediately go to uh, coronavirus created by 5G. These conspiracy, mm-hmm. these anti the the anti maskers. Yeah, the they go wacky. they immediately go anti wacky. Yeah. They make you look stupid. They make you look tinfoil hat. And they never bring up any of the other arguments that it's are that are job. much that are much more uh, uh, their jobs to support the state. Last night, Ian was talking about uh, he was telling nobody, I think, uh, don't don't give the feds any ideas about a Department of Technology and Innovation, which is actually something that Andrew Yang is trying to do. Which it sounds pretty freaky because I don't think the Fed should have anything to do with innovation. They're not very good at doing that themselves. Right. But specifically. Uh, Yang is trying to get Joe Biden to give him a new cabinet position specifically centered around the Department of Technology, which is actually an old thing that used to be in existence through the Fed. But apparently now Yang wants to revive it. And basically what they're going to do with it is use it to limit the free speech through the Internet, which is a form of free speech in and of itself, Uh, just like fire or any other technology that humans created. and this is once again like part of this like great governmental overreach of the people. Then you got these gym owners, and now this guy Brian Brindisi, who says he's had nonstop support for reopening his Lakeside Diner in Lacey Township, but someone has apparently now filed a criminal complaint against him. <sighs> Freaking Karens, man! There's only two ways they're going to get me out of here: handcuffs or in a body bag, and I mean that. He said, "I don't mean that in a threat to the police. I'm just saying I'm not leaving." Well, it sounds like it's his property, so he's going to defend it against an invasion. Customers were waiting before uh, he even arrived to open his diner Monday. He's racked up 13 citations so far. Wow. Defying <laughs> Governor Phil Murphy's executive order that shut down indoor dining ever since the pandemic hit. So again, you know, it's bad here in New Hampshire, but it's worse in New Jersey, at least we can go inside a damn restaurant here. More than 15,000 people have died in the state, and nearly 200,000 have been infected. Brindisi withdrew retirement money to help his employees during the shutdown and also gave the diners food away to soup kitchens, food pantries, and employees to help keep them afloat. He's got outdoor seating but says the inside's been modified to comply with social distancing. Additionally, the staff sanitizes regularly. A court order is expected later Monday, and Brindisi is waiting to see what will happen, so we'll see if there's maybe an update on this particular case he finally said quote they can do what they want to do up there they want to waste time with me somebody who's got a small place like this and this is what they want to waste their time on instead of governing our state goes to show you what we have working for us he said hey daily digest listeners this is riley blake i enjoy free talk live and i know you do too but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy so i produce the daily digest I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. My first story is uh, I have a, a, a mask 
bank story. Uh, you know, they, they don't let anybody in with, uh, without a mask. Well, by God, I went into a lobby today without a mask. And <clears throat> congratulations. Time, I'll tell you that. What was that? I where, talked Where was you. the lobby? Uh, the lobby of, of a bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they give you a hard time? No, no, they actually didn't. Cool. Say, so they, they, uh, I, well, actually, what happened is I walked in. I didn't want to go in in the first place, uh, but circumstances before that, uh, I had to go. Wasn't happy about it. Well, uh, no one ever wants to go to a bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. Yeah, right. Unless you're cashing a check. So I go. Even I then, say, dude. Well, well, we have to. Uh, we have to have you come in the lobby. Like, well, I don't wear a mask, so obviously this is going to be a problem. So they I, uh, requested you in. to come into the lobby? Yes. Yeah, I went through the drive-thru. Yeah. Okay. And That's they unusual. Said, oh, well, the lobby's open now, and what we do with what I had to get done, we do it in the lobby now. I'm like, okay. Well, through my head, I already know that they're going to ask me to put a mask on. Well, I go in, and, of course, she goes, do you have a mask? I go, no. I kind of look at her like, I'm not going to put one on. Mm-hmm. She goes over to the little drawer, grabs the mask, hands it to me, said thanks, and I just put it in my pocket. I live in Las Vegas, and we wanted to just get out of the heat and kind of go up uh, into the rural areas. Mm-hmm. And we went to a national park to go hiking. We're 10,000 feet up. We may have passed, we hiked pretty much all day. We may have passed 40 people, you know, groups of couples or whatever mm-hmm. hiking. And most of them, as soon as we get close to them, they would put on their masks. I can't, I, I was losing it. And then, and then my husband and me, we would sing as we're passing those people, rehumanize yourself, rehumanize yourself. Wow. And I wouldn't try to make eye contact with them, but we met a lot of great people without masks and we always stopped and had great conversations. Mm. But in rural, uh, the country where I was, in the area I was at, we actually got to go into grocery stores, bars, restaurants. People were dancing. No, People were wearing masks, but nobody made you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so great going into these grocery stores. But So now I'm, I'm just starting to lose it back in Vegas <sighs> after I've like... How bad is it there right now? I mean, is it still pretty desolate? What's it like? Even where? In, in Vegas. In, oh, it's, it's horrible. So... So, like, when I was going into this restaurant in rural Nevada, you know, where you don't need a mask, this mm-hmm. lady gets back into her car. She goes, oh, we need our masks. And I yelled, I told her out to the window. I said, hey, you don't need your masks. And she goes, yes, we do. We love our masks. I'm going to touch on two things. First of all, COVID. I sat down and did the math for my county last night because I wanted to see if it was what the CDC said. And it comes out to right about 0.04%. Of deaths, uh, you mean? People who were infected yeah. and died? Yep. Okay. Zero point, came out to like 0.42, you know, which is nothing. 0. Uh, 0.042? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Important to put the other zero in. 794 deaths yeah. out of 6 million people. Uh, yeah. But what I really wanted to touch on tonight was that garbage that went down in Kenosha, Wisconsin? Um, oh, is this the uh, some cops shot a guy in the bat in the back and then people rioted? They shot him from contact distance. This 
the cop was no more than two feet away from him. Jeez. And the they shot him in the back point dope. blank? Yes, seven times. Wow. What did he they allege this man had done? Apparently, he was having an issue with his girlfriend. She called the police. The police came. The first story I heard was that they tased him. It didn't work. He had a knife in his hand. He said he's going to his car to get a gun. If it's true, the claim that he said he was going to go and get a gun from his car, that, that was what was the, what the claim was. Yes. And they uh, let him get all the way to, to his car. car, even though they were right behind him the entire time. Now, the video we oh, we saw is only about 25 seconds long. It shows the the man sort of coming around the uh, the, the side of the car, walking into the street to go to the, the, uh, the driver's side door. Yep. And the police are right behind him, within an arm's reach the entire time. So it wasn't es- like they're they were escorting him to his door. Almost, it's almost like they're escorting him to to the door. But the cop that's like closest to him kind of grabs at him a little bit before he gets to the door to try to open it. But it's not a real like determined grab. He just sort of like grabs at him a little bit, and then when the dude finally opens the door, the cop gets behind him and just just blasts him. Yeah, you mentioned during the break, it almost looked. It almost looked like he was—he wanted him yeah. to reach for his gun. He was just aching for it. If he didn't want him to reach for the gun, then why wouldn't he have stopped him before he got to the damn car, knowing that he was going to get his gun? If indeed that was what he had announced, was that he was going to get his gun. Which would be a stupid thing to tell the police. If the cops draw... Because, again, the cops have their guns drawn on him through the entirety, basically, of this video. Maybe mm-hmm. at the very beginning, he's kind of behind the car, so I wouldn't be able to be 100% sure they had him out, I think, the whole time. But I think they did. Yeah, we got the internet, so everybody's communicating in English on the internet. But why do we have, you know, France with French and Germany with German and England, England with England with English when actually those countries, I mean, sometimes each little village in each separate valley had a different dialect. I mean, and it was all uh, pushed. Well, they still do. They still do have. There's some echo there. They still do have different dialects. Sure. They have different accents. Yeah. I mean, but it's Uh, it's very inconvenient to for me to go to Swansea and find that they're speaking an entirely different language. That's not convenient. At all. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, in, in cities like uh, New York City or D.C. or a lot of these places, there are little Chinatowns and little Italy's. Sure. And in a lot of these cases, you're going into a place where people, are, a number of people do not speak your language. And you didn't have to go there. But if you wanted to go there, odds are they'll still take your money and sell you stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, you know, you can still kind of get by. Yeah, and if you ever met anybody from Africa, I mean, most of most of your time you'll uh, like sub-Saharan Africa. You're usually going to meet somebody that meets like that speaks three or four languages, including you know English, because um, that's just uh, how you, how you got to live in a lot of the world. I don't think you're. I think you're both right, though. I think that uh, you know the history of the nation state has been oppression and forcing culture down people's throats. So the Portland police are giving up. Uh, the Portland Police Bureau appears to have all but given up, according to the Huffington Post, on policing the far right factions brawling in the oregon city streets and Mm -hmm. that makes it sound like different far-right factions are fighting each other well i mean that wouldn't surprise me i mean they certainly there's infighting amongst the far right just like there's infighting amongst you know the left just like there's infighting amongst the libertarians i mean it wouldn't it's more extreme i think among the alt-right from what i've seen because they're already hateful and toxic so 
you sort of compound that by putting them into groups. Despite a recent escalation in violence that has seen those extremists throwing explosives, brandishing guns, and in one case, firing guns at other protesters. Hmm. It's common to see far-right extremist groups like the Proud Boys exchanging blows with counter-protesters. They've been doing that for years, evidently. Often as PPB officers watched until a riot was officially declared and then police cleared the streets using tear gas and other munitions. So this evidently... Then the cops get to shoot at everybody. Yes. It, it, it must be like a holiday for them. Because mm-hmm. if they did something beforehand, like if the cops stepped in when the first punch was thrown, which would be what they should do if they wanted to actually like supposedly keep the peace, then they would be able to say, oh, we know it was this guy who threw the first punch. You're under arrest. One of them, notorious Proud Boys organizer Alan Swinney, was seen pointing a gun at protesters, his finger on the trigger. Another Proud Boy... Protesters. What? It called, the, the article is listed them as protesters. They are protesters. They're rioters. Well, there's probably some rioters and some protesters. Usually the protest is early in the evening, and then they mm. all go home, all the moms and stuff go home. And well, then, the and photograph the- of the man with the gun is taken during the daytime. Mm. It's not the one you're looking at right now, Ari. I think it's earlier in the story where he's just like a man with a mask is pointing a pistol. Yeah. That's broad daylight. It is. I mean, both of the pictures are broad daylight. Meanwhile, over a loudspeaker, police encouraged those present to, quote, self-monitor for criminal activity. <laughs> In essence, the police bureau had thrown up its hands. In a statement, well, once again, they're not obligated to protect anyone, nope. so they don't. You know, there's no legal responsibility that they have to even be there. They could just stay in the police station and play cards if they wanted to. I know you're right, but I wish more people understood that. Yeah, they don't. They don't get it. Well, they have to. They have to put on a good show, Ian. They can't. They can't do the card thing because then that'll make them. Then they. Then they won't get paid. They won't be getting paid next month. So they gotta well, have they, they kind of have to be there and and, and it watch from a distance. What do you mean they won't? The get more paid. people because no people no, because exactly are you just you just brought it up. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that they don't have to protect us. And Conan, last week we had a discussion about uh, senses and blind people and the improving of their other senses. Exactly. So if you lose one sense, we have five of them that we know of. Does uh, does that make room to actually enhance the other remaining senses? And I've always been like, I've, heard yes. I've been always like, yeah, of course. I mean, if you if you take one out of the equation, I would ba- agree. It probably makes them more attuned to mm-hmm. them. That's right. Correct. And so if you, and, and and not only that, but you're but you're lacking you're lacking a sense. So you're having to you're having to make up the difference. And in order to do that, you have to enhance your other senses in order to compensate. Otherwise, you're going to be, you know, just useless. Well, and 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 like I and and as you mentioned, this isn't an attempt to normalize people with any kind of disability. That's you know, it's the last thing I want on anybody. Uh, and you said that people just say this offhandedly because. It makes us feel better. It makes us not feel so bad for the person who is suffering from a disability, which is a horrible, horrible thing. And yeah. I and I believe that you you may be correct in that in that re- regards. Right. You according to uh, the internet, going blind means that you become more attuned to your other senses. So you're not getting you know your hearing doesn't get better. Right. You just get better at well, hearing. Well, and I think the myth is that their hearing gets better. Our senses of smell and sound are controlled by the temporal lobe, while sight is handled by the occipital, occipital lobe, 
taste is closely related to smell and also and are also affected by the olfactory nerves. Okay. Uh, other sections of the brain also impact our senses, such as processing visual cues, temporal lobe, and registering pain from touch. Right. Now, the most common senses that are lost are sight and sound, and these are more specifically controlled by the visual and auditory cortex, respectively. It is possible to lose the sense of taste, smell, and touch, but these are much less common. Mm-hmm. When we are born, it is important to understand that our brain is still developing and most of the processing power combined. It is, it is only as we grow up that the individual senses become, begin to be controlled by independent sensory sectors. The beautiful thing about the brain is it is, as is its plasticity, and studies have shown that brains of blind infants don't separate into those individual sectors, allowing the visual and auditory cortex to team up and heighten the sensitivity of hearing. So the human- okay, so if they're young enough and their brain is still developing, it just won't develop that part of the brain that's just for seeing if they're blind. Correct. That okay. the part uh, the part that controls or is used for seeing will actually begin to shrink, while your hearing and other parts of the brain, your other senses, the, those mm-hmm. parts of the brain will actually increase in size and mm-hmm. they'll begin to team up. There's a march coming up on August 28th in D.C. They're attempting to what get march? people to not only a uh, march against. Trump or a march for black people. I don't know. I thought, um, I thought but, they were having it. I thought they called it like a, the siege or something. Siege on I Washington. I don't know. It's, it's some, yeah, it's something in three days. And then hmm. they're not just doing it there. They're trying to do it everywhere. And that's what this whole shooting is about. I mean, this guy's clearly a, he's a creep. He's got a sordid history with the police and, and they always pick these losers. You know, they pick people like, uh, like George Floyd and this guy, these losers as their, as their, uh, figureheads for these movements. Who was they? And it really, they as in the Marxists who run these groups, who fund them, who, who take these agendas and push them into the media. Well, I don't think you get to pick the person who gets shot by the police. Uh, you get advance? to pick who the police chooses to uh, or who the media chooses to acknowledge. That's what you get to pick. And I've seen 15 or 20 videos in the last three months of cops shooting or hurting people that were of color and white. And none of those people made the news. But three days before or four, five days before a planned march in D.C., come on. Yeah, you, you are correct about that. We were trying to find the video in one of the breaks. And I just went to, to LiveLeak, and the first I clicked on the first thing from from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and uh, shock! It was shocking, uh, and we were like, well, "That's not a black guy. What's going on here?" Five hundred and fifty-eight civilians shot this year. That's more than one a day. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. probably like three a day at this point. I, I don't know what day of the year it is, but th- these are people. These are males. They're, they're females. They're LGBTQ people. They're white people. They're black people. They're Asians. They're Hispanic. The police are murdering people. They're shooting people. No, no. It's a legal taking of life when they do it. They can call it what they want. <laughs> so it's an execution. I'm going to say they're murdering people because that's how I define yes, murder. It is. It is. Um, apparently, this protest, which I had not heard about until that phone call, uh, is happening August 28th. As he said, it is the National Action Network with Reverend Al Sharpton and some others, including Martin Luther King III. Uh, they will lead a march to fight for criminal justice reform in solidarity with those who have lost loved ones at the hands of the police. They'll be having speakers from the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Eric Garner, and others. 
And so, yeah. And, and, and I misspoke. The siege, uh, the Occupy starts uh, of, the, of D.C., starts next month on the, 7th, oh. on the 17th. And supposedly they're just going to all camp out in the... Until uh, the election, right? The, 50 exactly. days. Was it 50 days or something before the election or something like that? Right now? that's what it is. It, the, what, what Conan's talking about is this occupying D.C. They're going to be, what, right in front of the White House? Yep. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more. All for free at freetalklive.com.